host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. Well, I have to admit that um, I have a warm place in my heart for a good horror story. At the same time, uh, I have an equal amount of disdain for those that are not good. So let's start off with a little bit of a review of what I consider a good horror story. Um, I know a lot of people out there like really bad ones and they, you know, anything that somebody can do with a shaky cam and, and scream and, and, and make things look weird. Um, I don't like any of that. Um, uh, it's, I think it's lazy and uh, it's made everybody feel that they can be a, you know, a movie, a movie maker when in, in truth, I don't think a lot of them are very good for my, from my own opinion. Um, so what constitutes a good story uh, or movie? Uh, it, it has to be about the story. And so for me, the story has to have some sense to it, meaning that, you know, if you create something that's believable in the construct of its own setting um, that makes sense so that the characters themselves and the audience alike come to realizations together um, that, you know, it's not all about movie props or pushing the story forward in a way that doesn't make any sense with stuff that wasn't before it. Um, you know, I think you have something interesting then. Um, Don't Breathe was really a pretty big surprise because I did not go in with a lot of high expectations. And usually that's the times I'm most, I, I find that I have the most enjoyment in a, in a movie. And um, Don't Breathe was, was uh, very good at creating uh, a plausible setting with plausible elements that tells a pretty terrifying tale in a way that's kind of believable um, with some significant surprises that, that pop up along the way. Um, the movie's set in Detroit, which is an apt location for a horror story. I mean, you know, it's a dila- it's a pretty dilapidated city with lots of, of st- uh, you know, buildings that hang, hang vacant and stuff like that with entire neighborhoods virtually desolate. And uh, that's a pretty good um, backdrop. Uh, I think if I had any um, sort of a complaint was the names of a couple of the characters. One was Rocky, and that was played by Jane Jane Levy, uh, and uh, Money uh, was played by uh, uh, Daniel Zavato. Um, I thought those were very interesting names. But of course, these were three little gangsters that were going around robbing houses and basically using um, their third party's connection. Uh, Alex, um, played by Dylan uh, Dylan Minette. Um, basically using his connection with his dad who works for a security company to break into houses without really breaking into them, meaning he'd had the key and he had the codes and stuff like that, and he was able to break in. Um, and, and they kind of had a, a pretty hard, fast rule that they wouldn't steal anything other than merchandise. Um, you know, I didn't, it wasn't real, you know, I don't know all the rules about what constitutes uh, different forms of punishment, but the punishment went up if you started stealing cash, I guess. <clears throat> So they avoided that in the, in the opening sequences. <clears throat> but, of course, um, you know, uh, there's a little bit of a backstory that's brought in with uh, Rocky, you know, living at home with her mom. And it appears that she has a daughter. I don't know if it's money, it's daughter, because the two of them are a couple or not. But um, the, the mother is, is, is seem, you know, is definitely put to be worthless. And, 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 and Rocky 
you know, uh, wishes to uh, run away to California, uh, apparently with her daughter, and uh, have a better life and go to the beach and stuff. Um, you know, and, and rather than working for any of that, they're just going to steal. So, I mean, it isn't like this is a group of people that you go, oh, I understand them. They're just good kids that just need a chance to use your wealth and, you know, everything that you've got and break in. And, you know, at one point, um, uh, you know, do weird things in people's houses just for the sake of it. Um, so it, you don't really identify with these kids as being somebody that you want to get behind or care that they're going to go into a horror situation. Um, but the story kind of changes that at some point. Um, and there is a definitely a key moment. Uh, Stephen Lang plays an old guy um, that uh, um, is blind. He's lost his daughter. He had a big payout of over three hundred thousand dollars. He sits in this neighborhood in 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 Detroit. His is the only house that's still standing. Everything around him is just a ramshackle, uh, you know, a, a vacant and 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 uh, not in good in disrepair. But his house stands there. He has all these securities. He's in a giant Rottweiler out there, which provides some very interesting elements to the scare. Um, and um, essentially, you know, the team, the three of them. Uh, begrudgingly get Alex, convince Alex that they're going to knock off this old guy's place. And, um, you know, this is where the story really sets itself up. And, and there's lots of twists and good things in it. So, uh, you know, it, it, you don't you don't really identify with the kids initially, but you kind of get on their team at a certain point in the movie uh, for, for, for some pretty good reasons. Um, you know, I... I don't know. Uh, I, I I kind of was really surprised with this movie, and um, you know, the, the you know the old man's lack of sight and physical presence as a war veteran really make him both logically fallible and impressive in the way that impressively scary, um, you know, in the way that he's able to convey uh, this horror element um, because you know he's kind of like the monster that can't see you. And um, but he if he if he can get you, he can he'll he'll kill you um, or, you know, he'll really hurt you. Um, you know, I, I guess the one thing I can say is I always look at these horror movies and I look for uh, my own little pet peeves, which is the jump scare. And, and it wasn't really overused in this movie very much. There's only a couple instances where they used a sort of jump scare, but they're they're pretty, pretty uh organic in the in the setting in which they were in they were not overly you know onerous in such a way that you you were turned off by it but the movie's not very long it's only at 88 minutes but the the time was effectively used there's even uh, a sense that you think that the movie movie's over at certain points because you you seem to feel like you've got a logical conclusion and then it just continues on from that point which was uh, quite fascinating um all in all i rate this as a Highly watchable and enjoyable flick. Um, one of the better uh, horror movies I've seen this year. It's one of the, it, it was just really well put together and well thought out. Um, this is by the director that did uh, the new incarnation of Evil Dead, which um, you know received some praise and probably an equal amount of disdain. Uh, but this was uh, this was definitely a good. I think this is his second full length feature that he's done. Um, uh, and I think this was a very good one. I recommend it. I give it an A. And we'll talk to you again soon. 
You have been listening to the movies, cigars, and a brew podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at moviescigarsandabrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at Movie Cigar Beer. Your trailer is coming up next. Your lips look sore. That's how you're making your cash out there? <laughs> what do you say you and I move away from mom together? It's a promise. You're leaving? Yeah, as soon as I have the money. When are you coming back? Never. Yo, I got our ticket out of here. Rumor is this guy is sitting on at least 300K. Boom! That's her guy. Wait, is he blind? We messed up to rob a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's insane, bro. Guys, money's probably in there. Who's there? Stay right there. Man, all right, just let me go, please. Okay, I swear to God. See what I see.